Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. When signing these executive actions, the president recalled the tragedy of George Floyd. Take a listen to this. Those uh, eight minutes and 46 seconds that took George Floyd's life opened the eyes of millions of Americans and millions of people around all over the world. It was the knee on the neck of justice, and it wouldn't be forgotten. It stirred the conscience and of tens of millions of Americans. And in my view, it marked a turning point in this country's attitude toward racial justice. Do you agree with that? Oh, I agree with it 100 percent. Now let's see if we can get the legislation to back up the talk. That's what needs to be done. And let me also say this. I think that America better recognize that these weren't just uh, uh, protesters out there. And it's not just members of Congress who should be concerned about soft targets and their safety. Mm -hmm. These crazy ass uh, surrectionists, uh, these these seditious, they will come after churches. They will come after synagogues. Look, any time one of these fathers said that he would shoot his own child, they'll shoot you. And that's and so it's not just look, I love I've got friends who are members of Congress. I've known them for decades. I love them dearly. But let me tell you something. It is it is all of us who should be looking over our shoulders at the person who maybe is working in the cubicle next to you. Gotta tell you who supports these crazy people. It is extraordinary times, especially when you put it that way, Joe Madison. Now, I'm just telling you what my audience is saying. I hear it. That's why we brought you on. We love hearing what your audience thinks. Thank you. Let me tell you. Hey, hey, everybody, listen to to, I'm being straight up. That's why um, when I do agree to go on some of these shows, I'd rather go on saying this is what my audience is saying as opposed to what I think. I have four hours to tell y'all what I think five days a week. Anybody wants to know what I think, all you have to do is tune to Sirius XM channel 126, Urban View. And I got four hours uninterrupted to tell you what I think. But what America needs to hear particularly on these cable news talk shows and, and the regular net, uh, news network, is what you think. Now, let me, and, 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 and it's not about popularity. I heard somebody the other day, oh, every time you come, not me, but somebody that, uh, oh, when you come on my show and you tell me what you think, and oh, my God, I get all of these social media hits. I get all these social media Will y'all quit judging things based on hits on social media? This is not this is this is not a game we're playing. So this is what I was this is the point I was making. You have crazy people who will who will videotape themselves saying, we're going to shoot Nancy Pelosi in the head. Videotape themselves, saying, we want to hang the vice president of the United States. Videotaping themselves, killing people, videotaping themselves, beating up policemen. 
uh, planting pipe bombs, by the way, in a residential area. And I'm telling you, in a residential area. What if a ch- what if those pipe bombs had gone off and a child had walked by or uh, or any uh, anybody? Now again, I Congress has police officers. They have a police department. They 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 are blocking off, the, you know, Capitol uh, Capitol Hill. They they're now discussing, you know, how many National Guards they ought to keep up there. They they have secret service. They've got protection. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. These crazy-ass people, you want to talk about a soft target, I'll tell you what a soft target is. Your church. I'll tell you what a soft target is. Your synagogue. I'll tell you what a soft target is. It's some crazy person wearing a MAGA cap who had no problems videotaping themselves breaking into the United States Capitol. That's a you are you are the soft target. I mean, what's what, I mean? Have have we forgotten? You want to talk about Black History Month? Have we forgotten the 16th Street Baptist Church? Have we forgotten? I was looking at a special last night about Jackie Robinson. You know, because February, now the networks are doing a bunch of black history stuff. You know, almost every cable show that does anything on history, baseball, now, oh, let's let's learn about, let's focus on Jackie Robinson. But anyhow, and he was, after his career was over and he was involved in the civil rights movement, he went down to Albany and 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 to raise money for those folks who were protesting. And he made a stop to a a small rural church outside of Albany. I hadn't, I didn't know about this. It it was because it didn't make uh, national news and because they had burned the church down. And this was not in Albany. It was, I don't know, about a half an hour, hour away. And so that's the point I was making with Alex on MSNBC is these people are unapologetic. They are unapologetic. And if a father publicly states, if my son recognizes me, breaking into the Capitol and turns me in, I'm going to treat him like a traitor, which means I'll shoot him. I'll kill him. Now, that's what the father said. And my point is that if a parent is willing to kill their own child, what will they do to you? You've got Representative Green being embraced by Donald Trump. And you've got the congressional leader of the Republican Party going to meet with Donald Trump. 
This is what, and who was uh, Malcolm Nance. You got to read his piece. He wrote a an opinion piece in the Washington Post, and this and 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 here's what in essence I'm, I I can't, I won't read the whole thing. You can go get it yourself. But what he basically said, you got to embarrass these people. These are you have to you have to. They are as much a terrorist more so than international terrorists than the Taliban. Oh, come on, Madison. Come on, Malcolm. No. No. They, matter of fact, they may be more dangerous than the Taliban because at least the Taliban is over there. These folk are sitting next to you on a plane, next to you at a cubicle, next to you in a restaurant. That's who they are. They killed people. They killed people. And you and and by the way, they're they're being defended. They're being defended. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Joanne, hold on. You're on. Well, go straight to New York. Hi, Joanne. You're on with Madison. Go ahead, Joanne. Good morning, Sir Madison. And Sherry, can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Yeah, go right yes. ahead. Okay, and happy belated birthday to Daryl. You know, I just wanted to make mention that um, when you hear about the actions of somebody's words, they're not just um, preliminary, just spewing out a reaction. These are actually embedded thoughts from somebody's heart, and they continue to be the action that fuels them to propel forward. The other thing I just wanted to say, and you may have mentioned it on your show, I don't hear anyone talking about our Congress people getting a, a, a like a mental health eval for post-traumatic stress. I, I believe that the impact of what they experience may be reactionary to fear, but we don't need them to continue to advance forward in fear. We need them to advance forward in the confidence and the renewal of strength that they are supported by us. And um, and I think I said, I think I was saying to myself, you know what, these people really need a mental health evaluation because those that were actively there during the insurrection, you know, experienced fear. And those who may not have been actively present have experienced fear that they may be preyed upon. And I also said to myself, if we don't act based on our efforts of what we've actually done by voting these people in office, we should be doing a mental health evaluation on ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Because Absolutely. We, we really need to reassess our minds and our, and our thought process to say, are we al- aligned with our actions? And, and that just comes from a, a health care provider perspective. Because- exactly. I mean, you're 100% on, on target. And the, and the reason I think it's not happening is because you're the only one talking about it. We're the, you, you're bringing this up. The, 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 you know, the, the cable news shows with all the thinkers and all the people who show up and all the talkers, you, this is the first time that I've heard anyone suggest what you just told this audience. I mean, now think about that. Billions of dollars with these news channels. Billions of dollars. All these 
talkers, and no one has brought a a, a mental health specialist on to to in essence analyze what you just handed us. Absolutely, you're one hundred percent right, Joanne. Joe, I think she's right and you're right, both. Because one of the things I heard her say, and she can correct me if I'm wrong, is that we have to support the members of Congress. That's correct. With our actions. We cannot ask them to be victims and really be their own advocates at the same time. It's wonderful that they can, and certainly they're willing to do so. But there's a, there's a, there's, you're right. And this has to come from the outside in. Yes. The problem is, and it's just reality, and I'm being pragmatic, they're not going to do it. Right. You know why, Joanne, Jerry? Because it shows weakness. Well, they don't understand their weakness they, is showing by they, chasing an no, outstanding they, president. They, they un- Listen, I'm not talking about the oh, okay. Republicans. I'm, talk- oh, I'm okay. just talking about the Congress in general. Okay. Gotcha. It's like the land. Look, it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's yeah. like Oz up there, and and a lot of people, average person, doesn't know they are in there. It's they've got their own universe up there, and the and these folk aren't aren't aren't, aren't going to do it because it shows weakness, and you you probably do have folk running I, I you know what i know you've got some folk running around there who are probably impacted mentally and i bet you there's there's some psychosis there you 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 it has to be it has to be it has to be no if and but run for your life you know it has to be i bet you there was a, I, I bet you there were members of Congress that never prayed in their life. <laughs> <laughs> Joanne, that, yes. yes, you know, but, but that's certainly but, not now, not in the not no, while they're in Congress. But the sad thing is, the sad thing is, it it it's it's just not. I'm being very pragmatic. It's just not going to happen. It, uh, it's I, not going to happen. But and we're I, not. And unless there's talk, unless it's exposed on television for the most part, or it becomes part of our our narrative, I know it's not going to happen. It, 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 I I think if I were a producer of of, of uh, CNN or MSNBC or any of these shows, man, and I were listening, I I would I would uh, I would get somebody like Joanne on and others. And say, you know, we ought to look at this. What, 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 how, what has been the psychological impact of what happened January 6th? Huh. Tyrone, uh, Tyrone from Florida, 16 after. Tyrone, hi. Good, good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, uh, Tyrone. Joe, I was listening to your show. I, I don't remember if it was uh, Thursday or Friday, and I heard you mention Charles Blow. I just mentioned him this morning. His book. I mentioned I, that was this morning. Okay. But um, on, on Thursday or Friday, you weren't talking about the book, but you had mentioned him. Yeah. And so what I did, I jumped up, went to Audible, I got his book started listening to it. 
I think the day later, I ordered the um, hard copy from um, from Amazon. And I tell you, the book is fantastic. And he touches on um, a, a lot of issues that, you know, I think people are facing today. And the caller that called in um, that he was saying that, well, if we migrate back to the south, there will be the northern states turning red. That kind of feeling um, ran across my mind as I was um, reading his book. And I think it's like a thing of um, for every action, there's an opposite and equal, and equal reaction. reaction. Right, right. right. But anyway, I think Charles Blow, I think he is, now this is my point of view, I think he's my Malcolm X for this for this time because one of the best books I ever read was the autobiography of Malcolm X. And his latest book, The Devil You Know, I mean, it touches on so many issues. And, you know, um, I'm just so glad that I was listening to your show and had a chance. And I've ordered four more of the books that I'm going to give out to certain people. So, um, you know, I just wanted to call in um, and, and touch on that. And, and um, thank you for all you do. And I'm not going to hold your show up, but you well, know, no, that's okay. I'm so no, glad I, I was listening it. to you. Yeah, I'm glad you were too. That's one of the reasons we do the show. And 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 I always tell publishers, uh, you know, um, the one thing about and and who has it? Uh, Henry Louis Gates says it every time. Every time he puts it, this audience, my audience, they buy books. I mean, we keep telling the publishers that. And and who was that? Bob Woodward. Man, I was trying to get Bob Woodward on, on the show. And, uh, you know, his publisher. And I said, are you nuts? Uh, do you realize we, we, had, uh, we had Henry Louis Gates on for 15 minutes on, on one of his uh, books a, 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 about a year or so ago? And how many books did they sell? How many books was it that he sold after that show? I think it was 250,000. Uh, like 250,000 books. Count, Hell, you know. like, and, and, and you know who also recognized it? And that was President, former President Obama. Pre- former President Obama. He came, he said, I got to do the Madison show. Because, why? Not because of me. I, you know, he, but, hey, it's because... He recognizes this audience and, and, and the impact that this audience has. This is a radio activist audience. That's, I'm, I'm writing, working with uh, uh, Professor Dave Canton down in Florida uh, on memoirs, and we've all, almost got the book ready. It, it's radioactive. We ask, what are you going to do about it? And I'm so glad you bought that book. And when I started reading it, uh, Charles Blow's book, and and then the story uh, broke, or at least there was a, an interview he did, said, "Look, in my I'm talking about uh, reverse migration." I said, "That's interesting. That because we saw part of it, we saw it play out in Georgia. That's it, it, and and we saw. And by the way, it's playing out in." And the Republicans recognize this. In Arizona, remember, a Democrat was elected to the U.S. Senate. In Arizona, 
You know, the astronaut. You know, what, what's his... Uh, Mark Kelly, I think yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah, he was a late. I mean, they flipped, they flipped a seat in Arizona. Uh, Ardy, Ardy, A-R-D-Y, from North Carolina, is a first-time caller. You're on with Madison, 21 after the hour. I'll take your call now and then go right to the break and then come back and get Sheila on. So, Artie, are you there? Go ahead. Yes, Mr. Madison, I'm here. Go Um, right ahead. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Yes, I'm calling a reference about impeachment. Um, I understand that the Senate don't want to impeach Mr. Trump. And if they don't want to impeach Mr. Trump and have all the votes, why don't they charge him with civil crimes? along with those insurrectionists. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, well, first of all, I don't think you can, the Senate can do that. Um, now, I guess somebody, a citizen could, but the, the, the Senate has a process. Impeachment is, and by the way, it's the House is the prosecutor. Let's understand. The House is the prosecutor, and it's and that's how the Constitution uh, addresses a president who breaks the law, and and the House has to do that. Then the House sends the article of impeachment over to the Senate, which the Senate is the jury. Now that's and that's in essence it that's what's being done. And there's one additional step as you know Joe by doing that if he's convicted in the Senate then they can next take the step of removing Moving him out. from public office. But, but 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 see and you keep I know sure you bring that up. And and I I think what RD is saying and and what I say I I I hope I'm wrong, but the the Demo- the Republicans aren't going to do it. So they're I'm one of these. I'm pragmatic. I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to talk about uh, removing him from office because it's not going to happen. You can't have. You can't remove him until you convict him. That's first. That's and that and that's what I'm saying. So it's first step first. Yes. Because be, and the reason I don't sweat this is that if he is convicted, let's say, you know, lightning strikes, <laughs> and the Republicans all, way, all of a sudden get a sense of, mor- of, moral- of morality, and lightning strikes, there is no question, no question that he'll never run for office again. And why? Because all it takes is one vote. One vote, majority, and it's over. Yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, before we start talking about, well, let's yeah, but re, let's remind people that if he gets convicted, uh, he, you know, they can they can vote to make sure he doesn't run for public office again. That's you know, that's like starting a game, the uh, the season for a Super Bowl. Well, if you win game one, you got a chance to get in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, for, that's, that's why uh, I think it's important, the process in this case, the steps that are taken. This is the way you can get him out of office. It's, it's not easy. It's no not, one it's said not it's, gonna, it's not going to happen. We can't make the 
it's not going to look guys it's not gonna happen and i'm not being facetious you gotta have two-thirds of senate See, I think what they're being having been more people who voted against Donald Trump. It's not going to happen. I I hate to be defeatist. Well, you are. It's not. Look, it's not going to happen. You aren't going to find fifty. Like I said, you can get the. I can guarantee you right now. There is one senator. You need what was it? Seventeen, right? I can guarantee you right now that if you get 16 senators, listen to me before I go to break. There is one senator in the Republican in the Republican Senate that has swore to God that he or she will not be that 17th vote. I can guarantee you that. They have. I can guarantee you that that per, that they, that's how the game is played. They'll say, "Well, you know, we're getting pressure. We're getting pressure." Okay, we're we're up to ten. Wow. Hey, hey, there's thirteen. Wow. Maybe we'll get that seventeen. They will take you right to the water's edge, and there'll be that one senator who will say, "I'll go to hell before I vote for to convict Trump." I guarantee you. So all we're doing is wasting time. Okay. We're just wasting time. We're wishing. It's a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. And you know who will be the one that won't change? Rand uh, Paul. Rand Paul. With the blessings of Rand Paul. I'm just being. I'm just being honest. That's why the Repu- That's why the Democrats are now saying, because they're they're realists over there. Are saying, let's let's uh, what is it? Um, let's get a bill to censor him. Mm-hmm. That's that's why they because they know it, they, the votes aren't there. The votes aren't there. I mean, it. it, it I got to tell you, lightning would have to strike first. Or there be enough? Is there a chance that there could be enough money from their campaigns that no. they don't get donations no. to run again? No. Okay. These folks. Well, let, let me too. tell you something. These people are look. These 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 folks were threatened. You got U.S. military veterans accused in a deadly siege of the uh, Capitol, and they and they still. I mean, they they still won't do it. They they. They just won't do and and by the way, it'll be one it'll be one and and remember Johnson during the Civil War, one vote, one vote that's how they play the game well we let's let's make it look good, let's make it look good. We'll get thirteen, then the media starts talking, Wow, all they need is four more. Then they'll get down. Well, and then you know what they'll do? They'll tease us. They'll tease us up until that vote. I wonder who that one will. I wonder, can they get to 17? They know right now who's going to do it. I'm mad. That's why I say I wouldn't trust them as far as I can see them. All right, let's do this. I'm going to get right to the phones. Um, Can I go? Let's see. It's four minutes after Lynn Torrey, I think, at Lynn Torrey. Um, 
I know this story. I've, I've followed this story um, about this nine-year-old who was arrested and pepper sprayed. Who pepper sprays a nine-year-old? But uh, I, I saw it, 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 it. I saw that yesterday. But go ahead quickly, hi. Yes. Good morning, Mr. Madison. And thank yeah. You. Good morning. I'm a first-time caller, long time. I was just so torn up this morning. The trauma, you know, that is perpetrated in our communities are bad enough. But how this thing now is reaching out, and not just here in Rochester, and affecting our black children and our brown children. It is just beyond belief. Um, I lost my son due to gun violence um, in 2015. He was one of three young men killed at the Boys and Girls Club. And so I say to my community often, you know, as I engage uh, them, we have to be concerned about our children because white America elected officials are just so negligent in looking at issues that are affecting our urban children. You know, if we're not lumped in with many other groups that suffer what we suffer, we are marginalized. It means mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. So I just thank you for the opportunity, I'm, and I'm so happy that you exist and that you bring the light to many of these social ills that have not subsided in the least little bit yeah. in our community. So, and 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 the, you know you what you're that. saying, and 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 this is you use this word marginalized. They people want to somehow think that it's pathological, that it's part of our DNA as a as compared to how about it's part of the social and economic conditions that that have been oftentimes codified or code I guess codified is the word they they get written into law they get they become part they become systemic what happened see it's it what happens if if you create a law or you create laws that marginalizes people for 400 years now let's let's since y'all want to talk about black history month come on if you create laws that have marginalized in the people, a person, a people, because of the color of their skin for 400 years, what you have done is marginalize these people, and it's going to create certain political, economic, educational, systemic problems. That's what the word systemic means. It, gee, if I mean, if you sit up here and eat, if you starve somebody, if you starve somebody and you don't give them the nutrition, nutritional food they need, they're going to have systemic problems. They're going to have health problems. They're going to have mental problems. That's what the word systemic means. And what pisses me off is it's like 
Well, no, that's y'all, y'all, you, you guys are responsible for your own marginalization. And, and this BS, it's just, it just absolutely is, 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 is BS. And they know it. They know it. And then they point the finger. Well, you, y'all do, you do it to yourselves. You do it to yourselves. There's a reason. And, and by the way, if you feed people properly, you give them opportunity, not take away opportunity. You give them opportunity. You don't create laws that stand in the way of opportunity. You don't stand in the way of, of opportunity. You give you move the barriers out of the way. You move the barriers out of the way. But if you've got these barriers that have been put in place for 400 years. And that's why I say that, that Dr. King said it. Dr. King said the two most dangerous things on the planet. And he was 100% right. Sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. And, and, and these people, who, who, who these insurrectionists who showed up, who wanted to overturn an election because they were told by the President of the United States, go down there to the Capitol and stop them from what they're about constitutionally required to do. Stop them. That's what they went down there to do. They went down there to stop them at the request of the President of the United States and all of his people. God, and then you sit up here telling, and then and then I got to tell this young brother who just called in, well, why are we going through this? Oh, please. Anyhow, thanks for the call. God bless you. And then, oh wait Thank a minute, you so and, much, and then Mr. and then Madison. a nine-year-old child who you you hand first off you handcuffed a nine-year-old girl, and then pepper sprayed her. What was she going to do? What the hell, what, what, excuse me, what kind of policeman has to, first of all, handcuff a nine-year-old and then, can't, wait a minute, and then has to pepper spray the child? What was the child going to do, run away? What was the child going to do? And see, let me tell you, if that were, what, give me a, a, a wealthy suburb in Rochester. Just name me one. I'm not for me. Just name me one. Brighton. Brighton, all right. New York. Thank you. If that was Brighton and and you handcuffed a, a wealthy white child and then pepper sprayed a nine year old child from Brighton, let me tell you, that community, you know what would happen? You'd have lawyers lining up to represent that. That community would be in an uproar because they wouldn't tolerate it. And that's where that's what I'm saying to people. We can't, we, uh-uh. we can't tolerate this. We can't tolerate this. N- n- absolutely. Thank you. Good luck. L- Leonard. Leonard. Now tell me I'm not, I know I'm, t- don't tell me. I know I'm telling the truth. Go ahead, Leonard from Oklahoma. Hi. Leonard from Oklahoma. Uh, yes, I am calling about uh, the insurrectionists. And the insurrectionists, should be called what they are. They are the American ISIS because they are hell right. on destroying the 
Constitution and the setup of American democracy. You are 100 percent right. And they should be equated as the same as ISIS, as the ISIS. Taliban. Yeah, I mean, all yes. of them. All of them. All of You're them. absolutely because right. that's what they are. That thing that's happened right. on January the 6th, which was instigated by their leader, who unfortunately was elected as president of the United States as a uh, drawback against the uh, Obama administration having a, a, a two-term succession, which was thwarted by a Republican-controlled okay. now, Senate. Now, uh, now, once again, once again, that you know that that we we you know that you're preaching to the choir. Yes, I'm. I'm so sorry for. No, 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 no. That's okay. No, no, that's okay. And 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 sometimes the choir needs to understand. We need to be able to sing in unison. But here's what I'm asking you to do, man. Your two senators from Oklahoma. Oh. My I mean, goodness. I'm telling you, you ought to read them the riot act. You ought to read them the riot act. They have they can vote uh Senator Hawley out of out of the Senate. Yeah. And 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 and, and, and you know no really they can do it. Because see that's how you get him out. And then here's the point. Well what so what good does that do? It puts the rest of them on notice. Hey Cruz, you may be next. It it, it also yeah. puts members of the House on notice. My God, if they get rid of a U.S. Senator, uh, Holly, uh, and and I'll pay, I'll play this up uh, of these faith leaders across Missouri is calling for him to resign, and they're saying mm-hmm. if he doesn't resign, then they're asking people in, in across America to tell their senators to to uh, expel them from the United States Senate. And if you can, if you get rid of a senator uh, from uh, Missouri, imagine what the representatives in the House of Representatives, the congressmen in the House of Representatives, it sends a message to them. Do y'all really want to hang around? You really want to support Congresswoman Green? You really want to embrace her? You really want to just sit on the bench? See, at best, here's what they'll do. They'll, they, 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 they'll, they'll try to just be neutral. No, uh-uh. Yeah. That's what they'll... So if I were you, if I were you, just like calling me, you called me, Call, I hear yeah. you. You pick up that. I don't care if you have to use five calls apps. You have to call them. I'm, and, and I'm telling you, man, I'd let them have it. I'd unload on them. I'd unload on them. Uh, for example, uh, Senator Rob Portman. Now, <laughs> this is interesting. He's not running for re-election. He's not re- now. He's not running for re. He's not running for re-election. He just announced it last week. Now, listen. Uh, Daryl can play the clip. Listen to what he said. Uh, and 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 uh, about um, uh, Representative Green. Listen. This is a question about. Uh, I think right and wrong. And this is about Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, as you know, believes uh, the dangerous QAnon conspiracy theory. She spread anti-Semitic conspiracies, claimed school shootings are false flag operations and so on. Um, she has so far faced zero repercussions from uh, what she has, has said and the ideas that she is, is spewing. So 
as a Republican leader who does not want to be silent, do you think that she should be punished or somehow uh, it should be shown that she is an example of how that kind of stuff is not tolerated in the GOP? Yeah, I think Republican leaders ought to stand up and say it is totally unacceptable what she has said. I saw a couple of the videos uh, over the weekend and you know, one had to do with, with violence, as, as I see it. And there, there's no place for violence in our political dialogue. By the way, there's no place in viol for violence in our country. <laughs> I mean, this is something that we had to get away from. So, yeah, I, I, I think people ought to speak out clearly. Should she be stripped of her one committee of the leaders, but I, I, Well, I assume that's something that they're looking at, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. And, you know, I think that's, that's the way to send a message. The, the voters who elected her in her district in, in Georgia, uh, you know, ought to be respected. On the other hand, when that kind of behavior occurs, there has to be a, a strong response. You know, he's leaving now. He, you know, he's retiring. He's not running for re-election. I just wonder where he was uh, before he announced his retirement. Anyway, let me get to Robert. And, and Leonard, thank you. Uh, Robert, Virginia, it's 18 after the hour. Hey, Robert uh, from Virginia. First time caller, uh, Robert. Hey. Go right ahead. Good morning, Robert. Joe. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Robert. Good, good. Uh, you and your crew, I, I love the show a whole lot. What I was calling about is King of the, King of All Blacks. Uh, this guy calls oh. all the time. I, I mean, uh, is he, is, this guy, you know, you guys really have his uh, voice down pat. I I, I got to tell you, is you know, we'll just if he gets through, he gets through. What now? Who? Who? What? What? What name did he have this time? Uh, I forgot the name. He called on Thursday. Oh, he oh, one Thursday. Thing right. Right. He oh, did yeah. one thing right. He said it was from New York. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I understand. Yeah. But, but you know, do me a favor. Let, let's do this. Let's let's just do this. We get all kind of people who call, and. I just if if he wants to make a fool of himself, and clearly my audience has his number, um, and if he just likes to make a fool of himself, let, let's just let him make a fool of himself, uh, and and we and we'll just keep moving. I I just right. I don't have I don't have the time, and and you know I'm going to say this, and I said it earlier in the last segment. I do not suffer fools gladly, you know, mm -hmm. and he's a fool. You're and, right. and, you know, he's a fool. Now, you ministers, just pray for me. But I mm -hmm. do not suffer fools gladly. Mm -hmm. and, I, yeah. and, and, and nor should we even bother. Hey, Richard yeah. from, uh, uh, Richard from um, uh, Missouri, speaking of Missouri, and your junior senator over there. Go ahead, Richard. Hey, Mr. Mass, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Richard. <clears throat> um, what I was calling about, sir, is they're charging these people, and they claim that they're having a uh, you know, conspiracy, and that's supposed to be a serious crime, and that's, you know, the stealing and uh, trespassing. What I don't understand is two people died. Police six people. Jail. You got. And, you got people. I think there were six people who have died, and a couple of police officers who have committed suicide. Go ahead. Right, but they're not charging anybody with that. At least I haven't uh, heard anybody yeah. being charged, and everybody I, there should be charged with it. Well, that you know, once again, I agree. 
I absolutely agree. And you know what we all know, and I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, that's why I said I can't. I won't trust these Republicans because they're not calling for the same thing that you just called about. Um, and and I'm, a, I'm, I'm very fearful, although I'm not going to let my show be a victim of this. I'm very fearful that they're kind of easing, you know, just, just taking it easy, a little bit here, leak a little bit like that out, leak a little of this out, and then something will happen, something will pop, and then we'll forget all about it, and we'll go off for, and we'll go, fo- we'll focus on the next major story. Um, and, 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 and this is why I said I'd be all like you're in Missouri. I'd be all, I'd be organizing. I'd be all, and if you don't, I'd be all over your junior Senator. He needs to be expelled from the United States Senate. I've been talking about, uh, Holly and Bowden. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about Holly. I'm talking about Holly. Yes. Yeah. Cause Holly's been a crook for the longest. Well, again, he got elected, and and uh, he shouldn't be supported, and and this is why people. This is well. Hold on a second. Play just a little bit, Daryl, of of this news uh, story out of uh, Missouri with these religious leaders, and and their and what they've asked people around the country to do. Go ahead, uh, uh, Daryl. Faith leaders across the state of Missouri are calling for Senator Josh Hawley's resignation. The group says Hawley challenging President Biden's electoral college win led to the Capitol Hill riots. Missouri Faith Voices, a group of churches across the state, held a press conference today demanding Hawley be held accountable. We are calling for his resignation. If you're watching this from somewhere else other than Missouri, we ask you to contact your senator and ask them to have him expelled from the Senate immediately. Missouri can't afford That's right there, right there. There you go. Now, these are, these are citizens of Missouri saying that if you live in another state, call your senator right now and tell your senators to expel him. There you go. So when, the, when I ask the question, well, what are you going to do about it? Everybody listening to me right now can do that. Everybody listening to me can do that at the request of, the, of, of, of religious leaders in, in the state of Missouri. Kevin from North Carolina, uh, 23 after. Take a quick break. Kevin, you're next. Al after Kevin from Maryland. Barbara's in Connecticut. Grant's in Texas. Mike, um, 1-866-801-8255. Now, let's see how quick the Republicans denounce uh, Representative Green. Let's see what they do to her. Let's see what they do to her. And, and I suspect not much. I bet you I, she'll be lucky to get a slap on the wrist. And, and once again, I, again, Biden, look, I said, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday I, I was almost brought to tears I was watching 60 Minutes, and they, they, they recapped the life of about four or five people whose loved ones had died from COVID-19. 
There was, uh, I think it was the Phillips family. Their father died. He ended up 28 days in the hospital, and he died. And I think they had four or five children, all, in essence, all minors, all of them young. The wife got a hospital bill for $4 million. Now, she, she said, and we just found out. And this was, and it's been a year. This has been a year. We just found out that the insurance would pay for it. Now, stop and think. Can you imagine you've got a hot, your husband dies, your spouse dies, you've got a, and you get a $4 million hospital bill? And these freaking Republicans had the audacity to spend almost six years fighting the against the Affordable Care Act, fighting against the Affordable. And Donald Trump, in his, one of the last things he did was eliminate the the, the marketing for the. Um, Affordable Care Act. And you guys remember how we spent all this time on my show with all these yahoos calling, arguing against the Affordable Care Act? Do you know what? You don't hear them calling now. Let me tell y'all something. You, you, do they call the show now and, uh, and say, oh, you know why? Because most of them are going to need the Affordable Care Because when Anton Gunn came on last week, yes, he said yes. it. Anton Gunn said, thank you, uh, 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 Joe Biden, because he said I'm gonna, they're going to open up the Affordable Care Act. And, and by the way, if you lost your job and lost your health insurance, you can now apply for, the, for health insurance, and the insurance company can't turn you down if you happen to have pre-existing conditions, which would include COVID-19. Thank you. And that marketplace will open a special opening on February 15th, February 15th, just a few days from two weeks from now. Till May. Until May, May, a special 90-day <clears throat> period. Right. And let me tell you, they're going to, and let me tell you what's going to happen. All, the, all these folks are going to very quietly mm-hmm. apply for that. Yes, they will. It'll be like these vaccines. <laughs> you, you'll turn around and say, how did he get it? And I didn't. I'm well, Madison. You know about it from Joe. Now, we'll continue 27 after the hour. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.